Welcome back to the Triple MCG. Welcome Tony Squires, Mark Bosnich and Matthew Hayden. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Hope you're enjoying your Thursday afternoon. Hope it isn't too hot where you are across Australia. Where did you say it was? Port Augusta. I just got a tweet in. Port Augusta, I think they said it's three hours north of Adelaide. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. 51 degrees Celsius. Oh, man, that is 51. hot. 51. That's nice. That is That's, unbearable, uh, as you know. The, yeah, it's a uh, place been suspended apart from uh, Centre Court at the Australian Open because they've got the roof yeah, on there. We're going to speak with Jim Courier very shortly from Channel 7's uh, commentary team. He will join us. And later, this is a very important announcement. If any of you have any problems whatsoever, the man who can help you, his name is Dr. Boz. Uh, usually we just have those oh, problems yeah. written in and we ask you. But uh, today, because it's the last chance to get Dr. Boz, we're throwing the, the lines, lines open. Uh, One, yep. triple three, today's, five, three. Yeah, today's the pentathlon day. Any problem you have, you see, you saw the stuff he comes up with? The KFC Summer Session. I've just seen the images on Channel Seven uh, of Rod Laver Arena, where Tanasi Kokonakis has uh, entered the arena to face Rafael Nadal. Big game for this kid, this Australian kid. He's wearing uh, boardies, which I, I like. Fantastic! I, I love the idea of it. It's very hot, obviously. Play's been suspended outside. Uh, he's got the board shorts on, uh, the hat backwards, the, the bright pink shoes. And for a man, Boz, I, I mean, you don't mm. notice what Hados is mm. doing a show in today. He's got he's still got his jammies on. Got my pajamas on today. That's yeah. the sort of day I've been having. Yeah, <laughs> orange as well. <laughs> exactly. I made my bed, then I'm going to lay in it all day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Uh, but I love that look of this kid. Is somebody who, and we're going to speak to Jim Courier very shortly. Uh, but he is one for the future. We spoke with Pat Raft a little bit mm-hmm. earlier in the show, and he said that he's a kid that he's obviously around the Davis Cup side as well. Yeah. Uh, so he did. did you notice that the uh, just before we. Uh, uh, we saw the images of him walk onto the court. Channel 7 had the ice cream stuck into the uh, uh, centre court uh, and just ice melting in you know, time-lapse photography. That, no. It took about eight and a half seconds. <laughs> about eight and a half seconds. Uh, in terms of advice, if you're a kid, now you played cricket at a very early age, Hados. Yes. When, did you, when did you first play state cricket? Uh, state cricket, I would have been 19. Mm. Yeah, 18, 19. And did you ever feel overwhelmed playing against blokes who were, you know, you were grown up watching? Um, yeah, I think so. Just a enormous respect, yeah. um, more than anything. Uh, I, guys like Alan Border, for example, was yeah. not only playing for Queensland, but was also playing for my um, my club team at Valleys as well. So you get that opportunity to sort of mix it with them a bit, but you always have this very much stand-to-attention kind And I, as you know, during the show, we interviewed AB, and I still have a stand-to-attention kind of attitude <laughs> yes, with AB. Exactly, Nothing's changed. Exactly. 30 years. Yeah, oh, look, I have a stand-to-attention kind of attitude when we speak to this man. He's uh, become a, an absolute staple and a key part of Channel 7's commentary team. He is, of course, Jim Curry, and he joins us now. G'day, Jim. Good afternoon, everybody. How are we doing? Yeah, Good, thanks, Jim. Very Good, well. Jim. Right decision. This uh, with I know we're looking at centre court now with uh, Rafael Nadal and Tanasi Kokonakis, which is going to be brilliant for the young kid. But for the suspension of play, uh, just talk us through the conditions at the moment. Well, the conditions are, are they have been extreme, and that's why they've invoked the extreme heat policy. It's it's been extreme the last couple of days. I think uh, the, the tournament uh, they're kind of keeping the the rationale uh, or maybe the specifics of why today versus yesterday uh, under wraps that they're using quote unquote discretion. Yep. And I think in the locker room, I've been sensing a little frustration that the players don't know specifically what where the boundaries are. Um, but so far, so good. We haven't had any any substantial serious heat-related issues for the players or the fans that I'm aware of. So, uh, you know, full credit to the staff of the Australian Open so far. Um, thankfully, 
two stadiums with roofs, and next year there'll be a third over Margaret Court Arena. So, um, you know, play has continued indoors today, which is good. And, and we've just heard um, on Channel 7 here that, that in about an hour's time, uh, they're thinking about putting matches back on the outside courts. So we'll have a bunch of action going on tonight all over the grounds, which will be exciting. And as you say, the, the, I guess the issue, one of the, the saddest thing, is that the crowds that always want to get there and it just draws something because it's such a great event, mm. that, they're the ones who kind of suffer having to sit out in the sun. There's yeah. been fewer people there. I guess that's been a major bummer, hasn't it? It's a bummer, and you know, uh, a lot of the players are also saying that that uh, they'd, they'd rather be playing than sitting and watching because at least they're moving and the, there's a little bit of wind hitting yeah. them as opposed to just getting blasted by the sun in those plastic seats. It's uh, it's certainly uh, going to be a very welcome sight tomorrow when the cool change comes. Supposedly, yeah. we're, we're a country of extremes, Jim, and uh, you don't strike me as someone that is extreme. But I'm very interested to look uh, at the the modern day apparel of our athletes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we see that uh this young australian is wearing broad shorts today or boardies as we like to call them here what's your yeah. take on the uh the dress standards of the modern day play i much prefer them to rather than looking back in the mirror into my era when stefan edberg and pete sampras and myself were wearing the short shorts it yeah. was not a good look, <laughs> to be honest uh, we were well paid for those shorts but you wouldn't <laughs> want to see anyone wearing them these days uh but the best part of is uh, of these longer shorts is that they're actually very light because they have the, that new wicking technology and the mm. shorts and the shirts, so they don't carry the moisture like like the old the full cotton gear used to. So um, you know, technology is your friend in a lot of ways. It certainly is for these players today. And Jim, um, the other night we saw Bernard Tomic pull out uh, after losing the first set six four to pretty much polarize the Australian community. What's your take on the whole situation? Well, I, I think you have to respect the, his injury. You know, you have to you have to respect that a player has to look out not just for one tournament, but for the rest of his season and protect that. Only Bernie really knows exactly what's going on. He and his doctor. I think they came out and tried to explain it yesterday. I'm still slightly unclear, but uh, you know, I, I think it was certainly unfair and, and and at the same time understandable that the fans were disappointed not to see a full match between Rafael Nadal and Bernie Tomic. I think we were all looking forward to seeing what kind of a challenge Bernie could pose to the world number one and, and he played a pretty good first set not even being able to move necessarily the way he wanted to. So I think as much as anything people were just disappointed that they weren't going to get to see even Rafa play for a couple more sets. Yeah well it's a very exciting moment in that right now isn't it for Tanasi Kokonakis, this young Australian kid, he's about to, he's on the court with Rafael Nadal, the world number one. That is an amazing thing for him. Have you seen much of him? His performance the other night was great, playing through cramp and doing the whole business. And Nick Kyrgios, a couple of young guys, have you seen much of them? I got to see them play a little bit of their junior final here last year, and then I saw Kyrgios play a little bit through the the European season. He played at the French Open, won around there, and I saw him play David Ferrer. I haven't seen Kakanakis quite as much because he hasn't had quite as much main tour uh, action, but I am parked in front of Channel 7 right now watching this match as I'm talking to you guys, same as you guys are doing. I'm eager to see what, uh, what he's able to bring to the table because what I have seen from both of these guys is uh, not only uh, the obvious size that they bring so they've got a lot of easy power on the serve but they both have big forehands and they also both seem to enjoy the limelight they seem to enjoy the audience the crowd that they uh, this is a huge spotlight moment for uh, for Tanasi we'll see how he responds to it. It, it you know when we first saw someone like Andy Roddick back in the United States he he really played up to this moment. It wasn't too big for him. He really enjoyed it, made the most of it. I'll, I'll hope for the same for these two kids today. 
Jim, we're all sports lovers on this show, and um, one of the things that we really admire and appreciate is your post-match uh, interviews with mm. the players. You you give us great insights. Is that something that you really have, uh, I guess, been motivated to do for a long period of time? Uh, well, I've been motivated by Saul Steen, who runs Seven Sports, <laughs> who basically tells me at the point of a bayonet I have to go out there and do it. <laughs> <laughs> Not over a red wine, which is u- his usual caper. He loves that. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, w- the the best part of those interviews, and, and uh, I was scared out of my mind the first time I had to go out and do it. Now I, mm. I guess I'm a little bit more relaxed about it. Not much, but a bit more. But the, the, the people that I interview are all, A, happy, because they've mm. just won a match on mm. Rod Laver Arena, typically. So they're, they're in a good mood, and they're very generous with me. They know that I'm not a journalist. They know that I'm just you know, a, a, an old tennis player who's out there with a microphone trying not to screw up, and they, they tend mm. to help me through it. And I just try and get them to showcase a little bit of their personality, because mm. I think people want to get to know the, these athletes. Yeah. yeah, well, you should chase the guys who are losing up the tunnel, uh, you know, tabloid journalist style. See, because... <laughs> <laughs> See the reaction yeah, you get then. Those would not be as enjoyable for anyone. <laughs> yeah. Jim Courier, it is always great to uh, watch you and hear you. Thanks so much for being part of the show today. And, uh, of course, that game, Rafael Nadal and Tanasi Kokonakis, underway on Channel 7 as we speak. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. I'm glad, glad to be able to be the weatherman for you, too. That was fun. <laughs> man. Good man. <laughs> the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yeah, where Tanasi Kokonakis is uh, playing Rafael Nadal at Rod Laver Arena. Look, he, he was one love up. Mm. He won his first opening uh, serve. Yep. If I was him, I would have just feined injury and walked off then. Would you? You, you won just up. Just walk off, yeah, one up. See, so, you know, see yeah. here's the thing, Squazzy. Uh-huh. You've had your bone to pick with me, right, today, oh, about oh, making oh. the bed. Now, yes. I've got one to pick with you. Oh, oh he's oh. been thinking about this okay. one as well, buddy. No. Not really, but I mean, just in the break there, we've seen you know, a little bit of play from the young fella, and all just, of a sudden he goes to the dark broke. side of the media, and it's always the negative. The wheels have come off. He's the just, wheels he's are off. Broken he's not he's coming back. Through. He's let his family down. He's let his country down. He he's let everything down. Disappointment. <laughs> Grave disappointment. Yeah. He's just lift served, served broken. Yeah, it's yeah. Two, one, he's had his serve broken. Oh, yeah. Honestly, why he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Wonder what the difference is in the. Wonder what the he's difference is in me. degrees now. They close the roof. I really like Nick Kyrgios. He's playing later. This guy, Tanasi. Well, look, Who? if you've got to put Tanasi uh, Kokonakis, well, if, he down, have a yeah, if it was down to you, they'd already be in the quarterfinals. Well, between they? he's between the serves draw. now. If he likes to get on the phone, he might call Doctor Boz. There's a problem. Oh, yes. how do, how do I the break? Calls? There's none. I haven't haven't solicited yet. Oh, you know, you, yeah. I'm going to ask people. This is the pentathlon day, everyone. If you've got a problem, it doesn't matter how big or small. It could be a personal problem. It could be a relationship problem. It could Ooh. be problems with the neighbours. It could be, could be hydration at the moment it with could, the heat. Yes. It could be a sporting problem. Any problem you have whatsoever, yes. the man who can solve it is sitting right next to me. It is Dr. Boz. The KFC Summer Session. Dr. Boz, paging Dr. Boz. Dr. Boz is not a real doctor. Dr. Boz is not a real doctor. I think I should just against disclaimer. That. Yeah, in case just anybody, in case anybody comes can I say it? the problem. Yeah, go, go yeah, ahead. Dr. Say Boz it. is not a real doctor. Just yeah. in case somebody comes and wants you to put stitches in or something. Let's <laughs> uh, call me an alternative doctor. Alternative medicine. Speak to Dr. Boz. It's, this isn't alternative medicine. You're offering people advice. Well, that's my medicine. The okay. advice, <laughs> Mick, on g'day. the pentathlon day as well. G'day, Mick. How you going? Not Hi, bad. Mick. What's the problem? Oh, I've got an 18-year-old son that thinks he's invincible behind the wheel. Ooh. He has had his licence three months. Yeah. Two hours after he got his licence, he got his first, first speeding fine. Oh. Then he's decided seven days later to get another speeding fine, and then two weeks later, straight through a red light camera, <gasps> and he's popped four sets of tyres in his car, and last night he blew his engine up. 
Mm. Wow. So apart from taking to him with a golf club, which is highly illegal and yes. not advisable. <laughs> I don't think Dr. Boz would advise that. Would no, 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 probably not. No, no. Gee, that is, that's a serious problem, though, Boz. Mm, it is. What do you think? Ladder of escalation time. Okay. What do you do first? First and foremost, mm-hmm. you go and take him to a hospital. Uh-oh. And you get him to speak to some doctors who have to treat injuries of people who have had car accidents. Also, mm. people who have been affected by other people driving silly. Mm-hmm. Then, if that doesn't work, you take him down to the police station and voluntarily give his license to the police and say, can you keep this under wraps until I decide that he's ready to go? Wow. If that doesn't work, if he goes above your head then, then you can take the golf club to him. (laughs) (laughs) You can't take the golf club to him. No, you can't. I was only joking. The last one was only joking. But the the first two was very serious. They're good. There there you go. That's very good. All right. There you go. Mick, uh, Kenny. G'day, Kenny. G'day, guys. Hey, Kenny. What's hey, the problem? Uh, Boz, I've got a little bit of a less serious one for you. Okay. But uh, I'm looking for some advice on picking my bridal party for my wedding. Right. Uh, I've got a lot of close friends, mm-hmm. but uh, like I've got a best man, but picking the rest that I want to be in there, yeah. it's uh, really doing my head in because I've got too many besties that I want to put in there. Gotcha. Well, that's quite simple as well. <laughs> <laughs> Of course it is. <laughs> One of the oldest games in the world is called Monopoly. Mm-hmm. You have a game of Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't worry about what places they finish. You see the way that they play during the game mm-hmm. and decide upon that. Do you want that man in your bridal party? Wow. And how you decide on the Monopoly game, you have that man in your d- bridal party. You don't tell him that. You don't tell him. Then when you're old and grey and you're sitting around the fire and all that and he turns around and says, why didn't you pick me for my bridal party? He goes, remember that game Monopoly, buddy? Remember what you did when you didn't get Park Lane? That's why. <laughs> wow. Boz. It come, well, couldn't Straight it come to down jail. to... Yeah. Kenny, is there, uh, does the missus have a certain number? Aren't they supposed to match in numbers? Oh, yeah, they're meant to match numbers, yeah, but it was just deciding between the actual friends that mm. I had to do. But I reckon that's a great idea for It's a sure. great idea, buddy. When, you know, look, when a man is tipsy or he's under pressure, you find out you know, about himself. So they're under pressure when they play Monopoly because they all want to win. Oh. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks, boss. I'm, right. I'm, I'm glad that Kenny likes out. it because that was about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Marty, that, was, that, was, that was one of my best. The KFC Summer Session. So I'm back on board the Tanasi Kokonakis bandwagon. Uh, he's, no, he's I love how you pronounce the name. It's an absolute roundabout, isn't it? With yes, Tanasi <laughs> He's still one uh, break of serve down against Rafael Nadal, but he did. He's won his Looking second good. serve. Looks good. Yeah. Hitting the ball sweetly. Mm. He's yep. got the board shorts on. The hat turned backwards. Mm. It's absolutely brilliant. All right, gentlemen, can I just, if we can bring this in close because yes. I, I just wanted yep. just something to share between just the three yeah, of us. Uh, very quickly. It's probably something we shouldn't be you know talking about in public a great deal. Right. Uh, this morning, out than in, buddy. This morning uh, I took uh, Harry and Helena, the, the, the kids, off to a beach. H H. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with my sister, who's visiting at the moment. Very good. Uh, and she's not here because, you know, the beautiful Kate Melanie Pascoe Squires is away. She's away. Mm. Did you give me help? That's not, not for long, not at all. No. Uh, so we went to the beach, and it, it was a, how would I describe it? It's not a clothes optional beach. It's a, it's a beach where most people are clothed. They're wearing, uh, you know, bathers. Okay. Yeah. But there, as is often the case in beaches right around this country, there, there, are, there are some people who choose to remove their tops. Oh, phenomenal. We walk down to the beach. Which would make it a topless beach. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't make it a topless beach. Oh. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a top on beach, but the occasional topless area hmm. All right. uh, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. So it's a zone. No. <laughs> well, it's a zone. It's somewhere between the neck and the belly button. No. Uh, but it's, no, anywhere, there, you know, there are occasionally some people who take right. the Right, so it's a tops on beach. It's, it's a it's... tops on beach. Right. right. Okay. Are we clear? 
It's clear. a tops on beach. Okay. I'm just challenging you okay. because, you know, you, just, you set it up like there was a little zone where there was just, <laughs> like when you go to Noosa, for example, you know, Granite Beach is yeah. one of those zones which you know. Well, that is clothing optional. It's just, it's clothing, yeah, it's clothing optional, but to say the least. It's right. not an option to wear clothing, I would say. It's a nudist beach. It's a nudist beach. <laughs> have right. you been to that nudist beach? I have. Have you yeah. taken your clothes off on no. the nudist beach? No. What, you just went there just, just looking? No, no, it's good surf. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that old one is a good surf. Well, uh, we walked so down. So this one good. is a clothed <laughs> beach. Right, it's just a beach. I'm just taking that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. This, this is, is hard work today, isn't it? Talk. Okay, maybe. It's our second last show. I'm talking my Dr. Bosmo. Let me finish the sentence. I head to the beach with the kids. head to the beach with the kids. Is this truth or is this a lie? This is the truth. And there's a woman standing. Uh, just at that, where the cement meets the beach. Mm. Now, she's wearing a bikini bottom and no top. Right. Uh, And she's very friendly and forthcoming. Yep. And she's also 70 years old. Now, uh, she's obviously spent a lot of time in the sun. Her her skin is... she's well tanned. She is. She's a little, you know, leathery probably. And does she know who you are? No idea. No oh, so idea. she doesn't actually come up to you and say, oh, g'day, Mr. Squire. No, or... no, no. She just oh, came up and, yeah. and, and talks about the kids, how cute they look and oh, their swimmers okay. and so on, just having a conversation. Got the, I just got the link. I just was yeah. confused because I didn't know why she was coming to you significantly. Yeah, very close conversation. It's just a, a, a thing. I don't know. Is there any rule? Is there any law about how old you have to be before you stop bathing topless? I don't think so. You don't think so? No, but Do you I think, think it's so. a good thing? I'm oh, not the kids around, I don't think. Really? Yeah, I didn't realise that the kids were going to be around. I don't think that's a bit, yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. They, she sees a couple of kids walking, well, I better get the top back on. Yeah, well, yeah. Really? It doesn't really matter what Boz and I think. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, look, I, I was a little uncomfortable with it. Yes. I was Where did you look? I, I, I looked mainly in her eye area. <laughs> <laughs> I looked you know at her. She, I had know, a conversation with her. You know her. what she's looking but, for, don't you? I mean, no, when she's saying how great the kids are and how they look, she's looking for a compliment back and how good do you look and so forth. That's just, it's a cry. And how do you say that? That's, cry, that, that's, cry that's attention. very awkward. Yeah. <laughs> private <laughs> attention. Oh, well, after she asks how the kids are and how you are, and I say, yes, very good, and you look very well too. But she, she's, you know, putting on a show. She's standing there. She doesn't yeah, so sit she's down. She's standing there. Yeah, she wants attention. And I don't know. It just seems to be, I've never kind of been encountered that and the age with the uh, yes. lack of clothing. What would, uh, I've been encountered what? a few times at the Gabba with yeah. a couple of nude individuals running onto the ground. Okay. <laughs> Remember that one time Andrew Simons just clipped one of them over. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> See, he doesn't like nudity at all. No, he's obviously very uh, opposed to it. Yeah, well, How I'm, come they're always blokes though now? Oh, no, I'm very glad that Andrew Simons wasn't there to uh, <laughs> tackle this poor woman. Uh, because so, so, she, so how did she, you leave did, her with her? What about the kids? Did, did Helene and Harry ask anything? Oh, they didn't care less. They didn't care less. They're not traumatised? No, 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 no. I'm sure they've seen naked grandmothers before. But you were a bit uncomfortable. I'm a bit uncomfortable when you said about the kids being there with you as well. I'm sorry. Now we all feel awkward. It's a a KFC summer session. It's a KFC summer session. Time for us to get out of here. Our final show tomorrow. I can't wait for that to share that with you. Before we go, Haydos, are you on duty tonight in the kitchen or are you having the night off? Well, I've just had uh, a very late call negotiation from my eight-year-old to say that perhaps we should bundy off and um, proceed down to our local uh, little restaurant slash pub. Ah, nice. Yeah, so okay. in Amity Point. So mm-hmm. uh, we might just bundy off and go down there, I think. There we go. Uh, see, I was going to say, because no matter how good you're cooking is, kids always, the idea of going out for dinner to yes. a you know, restaurant is very mm. exciting. Mm. I had planned to have pad thai, but you know what? Yeah. I'm happy just to take the call. It's going to be a busy evening. We've yep. got sport aplenty to watch. So um, mm. 
you know what? Let's just take it easy. You've got the uh, Scorchers versus the Adelaide Strikers tonight, buddy. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, plenty to, uh, to watch, plenty to listen to. We'll join you again tomorrow for the final time for this season of the KFC Summer Session. Catch up then. Bye.